ladies and gentlemen, week eight, Ruffle, very, very after dark. We're <laughs> half an hour behind. How was the zoo? Uh, it was good. Yeah, they do a good job with the pumpkins out there, I tell you. So, girls love it. They had a good time. So, it was a nice night, too. It wasn't, I mean, it was a little chilly, but we've been there in the years past when it was like misting and cold as hell. So, I'll take tonight. Well, you caught me. I'm in Wisconsin. I feel trapped. I can't get out of this state. Uh, we went to dinner at four o'clock um, <laughs> at a supper club because it was Tiff's aunt's birthday tomorrow. But uh, we went out tonight, and uh, the food was horrible. And here I am. It, and now you're you were late, and and so it seems like the longest night of of all time. But let's let's talk shit about each other and and our our fantasy teams. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can jump right into ours, but we're just going to follow the normal up and down, left and right stuff we do. No, up and down, left and right. I'm I'm, I'm more sober than normal for this, but I'm more angry than normal for this. So we can I, talk about the reasons for anger, but let's not go directly into it because I have plenty to be angry about when we talk about our matchup. But let's just uh, talk just, about... Uh, about Natron getting his ass beat, which is very Always good. a good thing. I would say, you're sober. I just cracked my first cider as we get going here. It is an 8.1, though, so it'll catch up to me. I am having – I am. I've never had this before. I'm having a vodka transfusion. Interesting. Which is a vodka ginger beer grape juice cocktail that is apparently very popular on the golf course, which I don't understand why I haven't had one yet, but it is fucking delicious. But yes, this is also my first of many. <laughs> I, uh, I'm having an Excelsior Imperial Red Glow 8.1% from Schilling Cider House. Jesus pretty good. Christ. Yeah, pretty good. Oh yeah, so back to Natron. Um, I mean... He spent $75 to get a zero. I mean, that seems like a bad ROI to me on Kenyon Drake. Yeah, I'm I think not... I got Gus Boss for zero. I we drafted a couple him. Weeks, weeks before. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. I got. I picked him up in Cobras. Yeah, I did draft him. The long-haul Gus Boss. I'm, I've been aboard. Um, I mean, you could tell that he didn't have um, Cooper Cup this week a little bit because, I mean, Kelsey was down a little bit. Corey Davis gave him a zero. I don't did he I think he got hurt knee or something like that, maybe, but Yeah, he's out a couple weeks. Tyreek wasn't himself, Amari wasn't himself, Mixon and Evans. I mean Evans should have had like a seventy yard touchdown bomb that he he was like I think I saw somebody on Twitter or one of the podcasts I listened to mention that this Mike Evans, that touchdown he dropped, he was the most open wide receiver yet this year. He was open by like ten point six yards. At the time of the, at the time the ball hit his hands. Yeah. It's a mess Just going on over there. Terrible. But uh, um, Maddie had a, Maddie had a, you I, know, a solid week, but. I think Nate should have left Singletary and Cup in his lineup. Just for name value. They put up the same amount of points. I was going to say we got the same amount of points as Drake and Corey Davis got him, so. Yeah, Maddie put up 95 and got a zero out of Gallup. Um. What the hell went on there? Was was Gallup guarded by Okuda? Was that the deal, probably, I'm guessing? That uh, corner from Detroit's been just locked down this year. He only got two targets. I don't know. 
Um, I don't know, but I have the unfortunate. Um, I mean, I would have lost if I had to play him this week, but I have to play Maddie this week, and he gets freaking Sanders and Justin Jefferson back, and uh, I'm going to get my ass blown out. And we'll get there. We'll get there. Full, it's going to be full fucking sell mode. <laughs> um, except I'm not going to sell anything to Dave because he's a fucking asshole. We'll get to that, too. Um, <laughs> welcome to the podcast, Dave. Um, Jimmy... His bad luck Jimmy's just continues. Fun, Jimmy's fun level is in Ruffle is at an all-time low, according to Gossard, and I would be right there with him if I had the luck that Jimmy has this year at two and five, putting up what should be five and two type of shit. I uh, um, I texted him, you know, funny. what is bad luck continuing? And he's like, that I'm leaving. I'm like, you don't want to leave. He's like, well, my shares are up. He's like, I'm gonna sell my shares. He's like. They have to be at an all-time high. We have a fucking podcast for this league. Somebody's gonna want to buy into it. <laughs> um, so he was he was definitely I mean salty and rightly so, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Etn yeah. had the game of his life against him, and I mean, I mean, DJ Moore had a you know his first awakening of the year. Jamar Chase blew up. I mean, Brady was still Brady and been just due to this year, but. Uh, um, I mean, 105 should be good enough to win most weeks, and just for Jimmy, continually, again, it wasn't, so. Well, Jimmy getting to 105 with Cook and Diggs out, still a good score, but yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the standings and the points against and the points for, and like we always do, but Jimmy continues to just get fucking the the shaft, which is just disconcerting. Well, At least he gets to play myself and, and Dave uh, one more time each, so we'll probably get a couple more wins. Well, and I think I had her because I could have sworn at one point before lineups locked on Sunday that I had looked. Maybe it was on, like, the Thursday night game or whatever because I usually look to see who's playing and, you know, as I continually look to make trades, right? Um, and I could have sworn that Jimmy at one point had – Paris Campbell in his in his lineup, right? Because I had debated sending Jimmy a offer to try and get Paris Campbell from him, and so like I said, I could have sworn that he had him in his lineup. And then I looked later, I was like, he didn't play him. I'm like, and he he had Jeff Wilson, I think, out of his lineup, and then put him in late once. Maybe he saw that CMC was going to be on an extreme pitch count, right? Um, so maybe he put Wilson back in and took took Paris Campbell out, but which ended up being you know, if that was the case, like that was well, his downfall right there. Running backs either way, so I don't think he took Wilson out. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. I could have sworn he had him in there. Maybe he had him in there for Chris. Maybe I don't know what. Or oh yeah, because he has two tight ends, and no, maybe that was it. Maybe it was one of the tight ends. Anyways, I don't feel like we can retrospective on a good Paris Campbell week because no. that was the only one ever. No, he had um, the week before. He had 16 the week before. He's had 23 targets in the last two weeks. So he scored four times his entire career in the last two weeks. Basically, I didn't love, you say, I love uh, Paris Gamble. Didn't you like a bowler chain for him? Yeah, he hurt me, and I can't. That's why I have blocked out all success out of my brain, <laughs> because he absolutely was a, a ride-or-die guy for me for too long, and then he just broke my heart. 
So wasn't that the Derrick Henry for a long time too? Yeah, I and I want him back, and I've been trying to, but you think he's like Jesus Christ or something? Well, which he basically is. We can get there too. Yep. Um, Doug have- has extremely high ceiling players, and so if they click on the right side, he does what he did this week. I mean, one twelve isn't like a crazy score on a normal week, but scoring was down again. So. Yep. Well, and. That was I don't know why because Tug and I were talking all of last week about potential trades and I think we had like five different options at one point that we were debating and um I was looking at it a little bit and I'm like you know I think that's been the like what the problem Doug's had is you know as you mentioned like he's got a lot of high ceiling guys but he he doesn't have a lot of high floor guys right I mean mm-hmm. so he doesn't have a lot of sometimes have those guys that you know, are always going to put up 12, 13 for them, and then you get those guys that are putting up the 20s. Like, it seems like they've been, like, they put up 28 or they put up 7. You know what I mean? Yep. So. Well, let's talk about low floor. Um, <laughs> Dave. Yeah. Um, Dave's no. bench outscores Dave's non-bench. Um, not by much. Um Romeo drops is is hilarious. Oh. Um, is he going to see another target this year? I think. Well, not according to the Pat McAfee podcast. <laughs> well, Aaron Rodgers was talking about how some players that are making mental mistakes maybe should have the refs cut, and I wonder if he was he didn't call it oh, names. That was call it names, but directly <laughs> at Romeo Dobbs, yep. directly at him. Yeah. So. Um, well, and the problem with that is this week, like. If Lazard doesn't play, like, who the hell are they going to have at wide receiver then if they don't play Dubs? Jalen Winfrey? No, yeah. I mean, the, you're going to have a really big, um, you're going to have a lot of dump off bullshit yep. to Aaron Jones, which is what I like. And then you're going to have Tanyan and unfortunately other tight ends are going to run, like, dumpy bullshit. And then, yeah, you're going to have I – th- I don't think Watson's going to play. My, I could be wrong. But you'll get somebody to just run, like, nine routes out of the slot and, and like, Rodgers will just huck it down the field. It's going to suck. And we're going to lose by, like, 90 points. I, I, um, was, I, I just went to the depth charts thing here on the Packers on RT Sports, and there's something called – Samori Toure that's listed as a wide receiver. Yeah, and he got like his first catch last week, like in in like garbage speed up time, and they're like, that's his first catch. And I'm like, do not have him save the fucking ball. Hike the ball. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, no. Yeah, so yeah, it's gonna be gross. Um but Let's see if LeFleur can come up with a game plan, which I'm sure he can't. Um, anyways, uh, Dano had a good week, I think. Yes. Um, Eckler and Chubb continue to be uh, the stalwarts that guide his team and my team in Cobras, which is why I'm in first place over there. I hate Pickens the fact that George Pick- I hate the fact that George Pickens is doing well because I have everybody on that team except for George <laughs> Pickens. Um, 
Yes. And it is kind of and funny. yeah, Fournette hit a dud, but Tampa Bay blows just like Green Bay. They're just the Bays are fucking terrible. Um, but you only needed to put up half of what you put up, Dano, to win. And congratulations. Talking about the least happy I've been in the last <laughs> month. Um, oh. I don't need. 60 points out of Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews every week. I just want 30, not nine, <laughs> ever. Yeah, that was brutal for you. Like, what the hell happened in that game? I, and then, and then, like, I, I, Sunday was like the last nice day of the year and I took a boat ride. We got we got here it and I'm on a like after Green Bay loses, so I'm already in a fucking terrible mood. And then I go on the boat and I'm like, I'm up. I got Metcalf and Deontay. Um I just need them to score like ten points apiece and I got this. And then like it says Metcalf out, out for game with knee and I don't see it. And it just it says, like, immediately ruled out. And I'm like, I'm going to lose this week. I was I was texting Dave. I'm like, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to win this. Like, he's got, you know, Metcalf and Mark Andrews left. I said, it's going to take – because even – I think it was even earlier in the day. Because, like, all my players, nobody was catching touchdowns. Like, Wandale was having a good start. Dulcich had a good game. Lazar was having a good game. He got hurt. Wandale went out. Apparently, he got kicked in the nuts. We came back in. Um, but like McCaffrey, obviously, it was in a little play set. He, you know, he was down by the goal line, didn't get any touches. Derek Henry puts up 128 yards, doesn't get a touchdown. I was just like, what the fuck do I got to do to get a touchdown in this game? Like, are you kidding me? And, all the, and of all people, I put Chuba Hubbard in. At the last minute on Sunday, when I read that he was going to be the starter and he was getting the reps, the first, you know, the first reps, so I put him in for for David um, Montgomery because I didn't think Montgomery was going to score because New England had not yet allowed a rushing or receiving touchdown to a running back. So I'm like, well, I got to go for a little upside at least with Hubbard because he might lead the mm-hmm. shitty offense and maybe get a bunch of catches. And he ended up scoring the only touchdown in my active roster, like T Higgins, like like. Boyd's catching two touchdowns, you know, Jamar Chase is catching, I think, two touchdowns or whatever it was, it, at least one long one. But, like, everybody else in Cincinnati is catching touchdowns. I, like, I'm just destined to lose. And then, like well, I said. What did I, Burrow put up, like 500 and something yards? Yeah, it was like 480 maybe, 500 somewhere around there. But, um, I mean, Higgins still got 93 yards, which is solid. But, like, get in the goddamn end zone, right? Like, um, and so – on Sunday, like you said, it was one of the last nice days. So we were outside doing yard work all day. Um, went out and got dinner. And so I'm like, I'm just not going to watch this game. Like, I'm only up by, I think I was up by 10 points. Something like that. Yeah, 10 points. Well, you needed 11 to win. Because if we tied, my two-point tiebreaker, Justin Hill, <laughs> beat me a one-point A.J. Dillon tiebreaker, right? Like, oh. that's how pathetic it was this week. But, um Anyways, I, so, you know, we were out to dinner for the start of the game, and I get home and getting the girls ready for bed. I'm like, I'm not going to watch. I was checking the, you know, I was watching to see what the stats were a little bit. I'm like, okay, I can deal with two, two catches for 10 yards, right? I can deal with that, right? 
Well, while the girls were brushing the teeth up, I turned the TV up on upstairs and I started watching it. And as soon as I turn it on, DMT catches a ball. And I'm like, luckily that was one that was called back because of a penalty. And so it was like, uh, they, they, he caught like a, a nine yard pass on first down, but they took the penalty, the five yard, like illegal contact penalty to keep it, you know, to, so they, they kept the extra, you know, they took away the four yards and took the, kept the first down one. So he didn't get the catch for that one. So I was like, and then he, but he caught the next ball. So I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, I can't watch this. Like, just going to get all pissed off. So I ended up watching like the last, the last quarter maybe. And then when like Deontay Johnson caught that one crosser for like 15 or 16 yards, something like that, I'm like, God damn, I'm going to lose. And then they threw that ball up, at, that prayer ball up in the end zone to him that got picked off to seal it. I was just like, I couldn't freaking believe that I actually held on somehow to this pathetic game. It makes me, and like, um, we need to stop talking about our matchup or everyone's going to unsubscribe at this point. <laughs> um, but I almost put Gus Edwards in my lineup over Tony Pollard. And I know I was texting you about it. Yep. And I was just like, I feel like they're going to start him. And like, if he, if he's healthy, they're just going to feed him the rock. And I didn't, and I fucking lost because of it. Um, well, and when you told me that Shefty was putting him in two lineups, I thought for sure you put him in. Like I, I didn't, I didn't have a chance to look because I was also, like I said, I was outside doing work. So I thought for sure you put him in. I just figured Detroit as the civist offense or a defense of all time would yield a little bit more than it did. Now they've still got some stuff. I, well, here's the thing. If they don't throw to the whitest guy of all time on the third goal line <laughs> stand with like no time left and they do play action on the one and they don't give the rock to Zeke again, I win. Mm-hmm. Um, but they threw to What's that guy's name? Fucking Turn Taylor, Taylor Pendershot. Oh, that dude know. is, that's the whitest name <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Like that dude wears a fucking sweater wrapped around his neck. All right, moving on. Um, Adrian, the fall from grace is real. Uh, Rob keeps complaining about his team and keeps winning. Um I mean, Wait. 78 from J- Jacobson Burrow will help. 68. Math, that's hard. Math, I again, this is too fucking late right now. I agree. Um, I'm not even drunk. I just, I'm bad at math. All right, let's continue. Uh, yeah, Adrian. Uh, I don't like Devo's future with McCaffrey in the in play. Rashad Bateman just can't get healthy right now. He was, I think he was back in practice today with his foot, but he missed. Like Baltimore's Monday, offense is broken right now. Yeah. So is Indies. Well, and Adrian, I mean, it was nice for him to see James Robinson get traded away from ETN. Um, maybe he'll get a little more run with the Jets, who like to run the ball a lot, right? I mean, they're not quite as bad as Atlanta, um, you know, who was down by 21 and refused to pass the ball more than 13 times. Like, are you freaking kidding me? I actually dropped Kyle Pitts in my redraft league because I, I can't deal with it anymore it's fucking painful but i digress I my other two leagues yeah but i digress yes <laughs> yeah no robbie nice win i mean 
I don't know if he's going to get 68 out of Jacobs and Burrow every week. He could with the way they've been playing lately. Um, but he really still needs, you know, some, like somebody from his wide receiver group to step up because, I mean, he gets Devonta Smith back this week, which will be good. Um, but someone of Rondale, Garrett Wilson, or Drake London uh, need to, to step up. He did, Robbie did text me today. He had been working on a deal, trying to get a deal with Doug. And he was like, if, I, if Doug doesn't accept it, I, he's like, I'm coming after Wandale. But he told me that Doug didn't accept, and I still haven't seen an offer for Wandale from him yet. So I don't know. Um, moving on to Baker and Brett. Brett doesn't do so well when uh, teams aren't only scoring 68 points against him. So it was a nice little win by Baker there to kind of come from behind. After losing Brees Hall, who's having a phenomenal day until he got hurt, feel bad mm-hmm. for him. I've got Brees Hall in my dynasty league that I picked up this year online, just some random one. Um, but uh, I, I like how Brett changes. Juju bomb and uh, really, I mean, that went from like not yep. a very high chance of winning at all to 100% chance of winning. So yeah, you know, um, I like how Brett changed his name to Cindy Lopper's True Colors because I feel like. You know, he's hurt to see the reality of, I mean, he put up 90, which, you know, this week in a lower scoring week was, was still fairly decent, but it uh, would, would beat a lot of teams. Um, just happened to run into Baker, you know, scored two more than him. But his team played solid, but he's got some problems. You know, Njoku is now gone for the next four to six weeks, probably, with his ankle injury. Lockett's got a something going on with one of his legs, hamstring or something like that, or ankle maybe. Um, mm-hmm. So he's, he's yeah, playing yeah. through it. He's playing through, but he's a little banged up. He loses Clyde Edwards Hilaire, who scores a touchdown and only got nine points. I mean, I, I think true colors of Clyde Edwards Hilaire is starting to show through there. You know, the touchdown regression from earlier in the year when he was putting up, you know, at least what, two, three, four, five touchdowns in the first four weeks. So, mm-hmm. um, but with that volume that he was seeing, he wasn't going to continue that. So, um, yeah, I mean, Baker left 22 yeah. points on his bench with Eno Benjamin. I texted him afterwards. I'm like, on that Thursday, I was like, we're not going to play Eno. At least you could have freaking traded him to me because I was trying to get Eno from him earlier in the week. So, Well, you should be trying to get James Conner because he's coming back and he's the best wide receiver there because Eno Benjamin's a, a bum. Um, standings. Um, couple of shakeups this week. There is a, a new best division. <laughs> um, although um, not going to um, um, not going to make one better than the other in terms of the the names. So in honor of our uh, newly canceled Kanye West, um, I have canceled f- best canceled food items. Um, so we're going to go. The Charlemagne division is going to be referred to here as the Crystal Pepsi division. Oh, yes, um, I'm our Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm just happy most people lost. Actually, everyone lost um, in our division. That's so crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, gross and probably some – I mean – Again, just Jimmy's luck is just phenomenal because um, he should be in, in first place and or or tied at four and three with, with Natron. Uh, my team is playing about what my record states, and 
Dave's in full-on see mode. Hopefully it doesn't um, reset mode. Um, I mean, just real quickly, Jimmy is legitimately almost 300 points more scored against than Brett. Like, 300. It just doesn't compute to me. Like, yeah, I mean. It's 40 a game. <laughs> I mean, 40 a game. Keep in mind, Dave scored 42 points last week. It's 42 points more every single game. And that has and that has actually gone because since uh, he's been like um, Brett's team got scored like 90 points the last two weeks against. So it's it's trending uh, tighter. Um, your division. Uh, we're going to call it the Mick Lobster division. I'm not unaware of this one. It's a, a, I think it was in the 70s. They came out with a lobster sandwich. Um, didn't quite stick, but it was uh, first in, best in class. So that's your your division is the, the winningest division. So I'll give you the, the, the classy lobster, Mick Lobster sandwich. Yeah, my whole um, division won. Oh, no, Adrian lost, I, I think, right? Adrian lost. Yep. The other three of us won somehow. Yep. And uh, yeah, I think I mean it's tight. I think anybody could come out of that division. You got some injuries um, that people need to deal with. We got some heavy bye weeks coming up. It could be a crapshoot. I have uh, what's the what, what's the saying? It's uh, too close to call, or not all precincts are reporting quite yet. Yep. Um, and then uh, the last division, we're going to call that the KFC Double Down division. That was the sandwich that had two chicken patties instead of buns. It was just chicken sandwich, chicken sandwich with stuffing in the middle. Remember that? I don't. It's actually the most recent of all of them. They literally didn't have buns. It was just fried chicken sandwich middle which was like bacon cheese sauce and then another chicken sandwich on the bottom (laughs) um and that's about how i call this division um it's got a good team well i guess we got uh brett um brett's the middle he's the filling um and uh, so is Goss, just filler in the middle. And then you've got two really good chicken sandwiches in uh, in frickin' yeah. Maddie's team, who's, yep. you know, rising to the top and will probably be in first after this week. And um, Doug being at the bottom right now, but a quality sandwich, a quality bottom bun. Um I like it. And that's that's the end of my rant there. Um yeah, I I I feel like Goss should be way down, but he's had a couple of good weeks in a row, so um, yeah. he probably thinks his team is way worse than it is, and I think it is playing a little bit better than it should be, but um yeah, we're not quite back into division matchups yet. A couple more weeks. 
of inner inner division play. Um, let's talk power rankings. Joss put out his normal. I guess now it's normally coming out on Wednesday, uh, which is nice. Um, I do like how, in, real quickly, in his uh, in the you know the picks, he called us out because we kind of talked crap about his predictions and how, how they were not good, and then we agreed with like five out of the six games. What I'm curious about is because he went three and three last week, like the game that we didn't agree with, did we win or lose that one? I, I didn't have a chance to. I didn't go back and like listen to the pod last week and figure out which one it was, but I was just curious on the on the one that we we didn't agree with him if we were better or worse than him. So. Well, I, I think he just said you went on to agree with five out of my six. Because I think I disagreed with oh, a couple. Okay. And Casey went on to agree with my yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just shooting. I don't look here. at his I don't look at his fucking predictions. They're my yeah. predictions. Yeah, I don't either. So Okay, so I guess I agree with him in five and six. So either I was better or worse. Well, I know I picked him, Adrian so. to win, even though my brain and my mouth said the opposite, but I was fairly toasted at that point. Um, I, I think I picked the wrong person, and then I just stuck with it because I didn't want to correct myself. Um, power rankings. Yeah, power rankings. Um, it's ridiculous that Jimmy's got 53 points, and he's in eighth uh, on this Goss's power rankings just because of his, obviously, his record. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't disagree with it. I am. Um, I think your win over me is big. I yeah. I mean, I was telling Dave that because I was pissed off. I was fairly certain that I was going to lose to you, and I'm like, it was huge that I lost to Jimmy. You know, the week before or whatever week it was with that. You know, with that higher point total because, I'm like, if I you know, lose in that game and I lose in this one, like. Yeah, I could just see the tides turning in my division. And um, I mean, it was good for you that Natron lost because you're still only a game out of first now in yours, which which helped. Um, but yeah, but three and five is way worse than three and four. You know, so oh, yeah. I mean, I got to turn it around. But anyways, like I still think Jimmy could make the playoffs. He could. T- we, the thing you told me was like, there's a lot of season left, and I'm like, you know what? We are like week 14 is playoffs now. Yep. Right? Or yeah, week so we still fifth, is it 15, 16, 15, 16 17? 17. Right? Yep. So yeah, so there's 14 weeks of regular season. Okay, like there's still we're Seven halfway. Weeks. Yeah. So Seven weeks left. Yeah. Including this week. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I have any other comments on on Goss's power rankings. I think they're pretty solid. Um, yeah, no, I I, I don't see. Anything I that... think maybe we should start with like trending up and down arrows on each people. <laughs> um, even though some of his comments kind of do that, but like, you know, I think obviously Maddie, Dano are up. You're on the way up, myself, Brett, down. I'd say, you know, Adrian and, and Adrian have been down a little bit. Right. Um, Doug, up. 
Doug up. Jimmy, I mean, he's kind of flat. I mean, yeah, Baker um, kind of flat too with the with the loss of yeah. uh, Brees. Brees, yeah. Surly with three down arrows. <laughs> and then Robbie is just kind of flat. Like I, I know he made the trade, so I mean, he might be, have a slight uptick, right? Um, with you know picking up Jacobs and getting uh slim reaper back for the for the rest of the year but uh mm-hmm. yeah uh waiver wire time i already okay. have it up because i haven't looked yet it's like 10 4 p.m um sweet i got all three of my guys i'm happy about that yeah i was gonna pick up russ but i don't have a spot and i was trying to make a trade today with baker and then he pussied out on me um not that it was a bad deal, but yeah, he's, I sent him a message or uh, I sent him like a blind trade and he texts me, you have my attention. And I'm like, okay, well, all right. And then by like 8 PM, it was rejected. Just kind of the, 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 the traditional Baker fake out. Um, but yeah, I was going to pick up Ross just cause I, I have Lamar's buy coming up soon. Yeah. Um, you know, I I went back and forth today on Snoop Connor. Like I I ended up putting him at seven. I had him down at zero dollars for most of the day. And I was listening to some pods, and I was like, "Fuck, one of these fuckers is going to listen to one of these pods and bid, you know, a couple dollars on him." So I'm like, I want to make sure I get him at put him at seven. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's there to do a whole lot, but he's the guy where I feel like if something were to happen to ETN. Um, it's not going to be Jamichael or uh, yeah, Jamichael Hasty to kind of run the show there. He's a smaller guy where Snoop Connors, uh, he's like five eleven, two twelve or something like that, two twenty one somewhere in that ballpark. So he's a little bit more of a between the tackles kind of runner. So I could see him maybe f- filling in and filling in some of that uh, James Robinson role. So I have to make a, a confession. I know you picked up something called Raheem Blackshear last week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've never heard of that person in my life. And yep. um, I listen to more fantasy football podcasts than I should. And I also, that sounds just like a creative player name. <laughs> is he, is he a real player or did you just accidentally hit the wrong button? No, he's a real player. He, uh, he is a guy that is more of like a, a pass catch with scat pack. So I wasn't sure. Like, you know, was Hubbard going to have a role? You know, was Deonta um, Foreman going to get kind of the, the main, you know, the main down look? And then, you know, I was surprised because I thought you listened to the Podfather. I've been uh, a, a little hit or miss on him this year. Okay. And so. Because I could have, um, I think I picked him, I picked him up from one of his podcasts and one other one I think where they were talking about how Blackshear had a little bit of juice right like he's you know he wasn't going to be a guy who would um, take over the you know the backfield or anything but he could have been one of those guys that came in and you know, maybe maybe fulfilled the more of the pass catching role that um, McCaffrey was going to vacate in, Cal- in Carolina so I was like you know what for zero I know I'm going to get him for zero dollars if I don't get him for zero dollars fine whatever um mm-hmm. I was like, I'll, I'll put him in there for zero dollars and just give him a chance to see if he if he does anything. So um, I'll probably end up cutting him this week. But that's I mean, for a guy for zero dollars, that's kind of what he is, right? He's he's a a, a, a 
start that you go, huh, is he going to get anything? Nope. All right, move on. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Van Jefferson got picked up by Maddie, and I kind of hate that because I was contemplating him lurking on IR. Um, he could walk right in. If they don't sign Odell, yep. he could get some looks. It, I mean, that offensive line is trash, but Stafford's still not. He's playing like shit, but he's not actually shit. Um, so it could be a thing. I, uh, Khalif Raymond was also a, uh, a podfather special for me this week, too. Um, he was talking about how, because I, I saw that DJ Chark was put on the, on the IR again. Mm -hmm. And so they talked about how, with Jamison Williams still being like a month away, that, Cleef Raymond could step in and play that little more default role. He's got like, I think they said he had like four, three, eight speed coming out of college or whatever. So I think he had five, four or five catches last week or targets at least. So um, with Amon Ra kind of being banged up a little bit and um, Josh Reynolds being a little banged up, I was like, yeah, we'll see if it's a thing or not. You know, he's a guy at the end of the bench where if he needs somebody to play for a bye week or something like that, maybe he'll, maybe he'll do something. I don't think he's a long-term play, but maybe it could be a pinch, a guy to play in a pinch. Yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, Hasty had four bids on him. Yep. I think about, well, I guess Juwan Johnson had one. Other than that, most people are like the only people to bid on him. Um, uh, there were no trades made this week. I guess we'll have a small trade segment here. Um, had a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah, uh, after, I did too. After my Monday... <laughs> fucking hot tub after the game roster uh, trade whatever the fucking trade waiver wire or uh, trade block sorry trade that's block, what I was yeah. trying to say the trade block update of my entire fucking team yeah you had the same Monday um, meltdown that I had last week I just yeah I'm sitting there and I'm like I was so fucking ready to just eat all my, I just want, like, I, I really want to go for it. Like I've never, ever had that moment. Like I've always been a stockpile picks guy. And now yep. like, I am just like irrationally offended by getting like, send one of my players for a pick. <laughs> that doesn't fucking help me now. That doesn't fucking help me now. Uh, so yeah, I think like Goss wanted McLaurin or something for like a first, like in 2024. And I was just like, I can't fucking do that now. I'm in, I'm in it now. Um, well, and to be honest, I like, I was a little surprised, you know, when you're like my offer with Lazard for, and a couple picks for Zeke, you're like, that doesn't help me now. And I was like, well, I mean, it kind of does where you, you don't really have a receiver right now that you can play that gives you like a stable floor, like Lazard would. Right. And it'd give you a couple assets with a couple of picks for this coming year to kind of toss around if you needed to, to kind of throw them together to, to go get somebody else. But I get it. I mean, it's just, you know, in, I still think we have an irrational value on our, on running backs, even, even though they don't like, I don't know. I, I'm having a bit of a, like a, um, identity crisis. 
mm-hmm. with my team right now because I think it should be performing at a level that it is obviously not. Um, but, and then, then there's Dave who just loves to, he's like the fucking joker and he just likes to throw shit in, in, in to piss you off. <laughs> like right before this, he offered me, um, stirred the pot a little bit. Darnell Mooney for Deontay Johnson and my 2020 or like, and so it was Deontay and my 2024 first round pick for Darnell Mooney. And I was just, I know he did it just to fucking piss me off and congratulations. Cause it did. Uh, I literally like responded back on the rejection me- message. And I was just like, if this was a pickup line, you'd have a martini in your face right now. Um, yeah, he, that was, yeah. He, he didn't want me to ask why you didn't uh, give him a counter offer. So. I, I, I actually might counter offer him right now. What? <laughs> what it, what it would take. Uh, although you can't put six firsts in one deal, so I'm going to have to put it into two. Um, yeah, uh, let's go over the scoreboard. I, like I said, there's a lot of – I feel like we are – it might not be this week, but I feel like there's enough people trying to – at least I've heard from some people that I haven't normally heard from um, – to just poke and prod. And I don't, like I said, I don't know if we're going to be making deals this week, but I feel like shit's going to get interesting here in the next couple weeks on the trade side. Um, if, you know, and for the, you know, eight or nine or 10 people to listen to this pod, if you're not aware, I like to trade. So hit me up. Anyways, moving on. Yep. Week eight. Uh, we'll start how we normally start with Natron. Does he have like uh, SEO uh, <laughs> or some kind of a? Just because he's the champ, the reigning champion, he's top of the list every week. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he, he's got a good marketing marketing uh, team behind him for some or something for sure. So organic, organic traffic. Um, I don't like Adrian to do much this week. Uh, and I don't like saying that. Uh, we've got RT with Natron winning 84% to 16%, and he doesn't have a tight end in there yet. Yeah, he's, he's I guess 32. he just got Juwan Johnson off the waiver wire. But, um, yeah, yeah. he was a 32 and a half point favorite before picking up an actual tight end that he could play that would actually score him maybe a point because Kelsey's well, on the bye. Yeah, I guess, I guess, um, Adrian hasn't set his lineup yet because um, he, didn't get his, he yeah. didn't get his time in at the fucking public library to set his team yet this week. Um, so he's got Matt Ryan, who's not only benched for performance, but his arm fell off. Um, yeah. Um, is this his I mean, arm? Was it? Shoulder, yeah. Shoulder? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, still sucks either way. But- yeah, but I mean, yeah, and that'll help. Don't get me wrong. I mean, getting Josh Allen back, who puts up twenty-two to thirty points routinely, I mean, that'll that'll help close that gap. Kenneth Walker's got a good matchup this week. He's been kind of a stud. Um, but the rest of his lineup, I mean, I guess DeAndre Hopkins might catch fifteen, twenty balls against the Vikings um, this week. Otherwise, other than that, yeah, I, I'm not loving it. Um, 
Natron's got some pretty good matchups. Uh, I'm going to pick Natron on this one. Same. Uh, Jimmy and Baker, I mean, on paper, Jimmy should destroy him, right? I mean, that's what should happen. Um, but because of Jimmy's bad luck, like I told Doug this, I think, in a podcast a couple weeks ago where, like, like, does he have to do the Joe Boo, like, sacrifice a, a live chicken? And I think since then, Dave's, or, uh, Doug's team started to pick it up a little bit. So, Jimmy, I'm going to tell you the same thing. Watch a little Major League, sacrifice a live chicken, do what you got to do to get this this bad juju off you. So, And I'm going to um, say this to Josh Baker, consider, reconsider my trade because it um, – Daryl Henderson might not play this week, and Najee Harris will get nothing, and Michael Carter will not. Yeah, you need players. So let's talk again. Um, sacrifices must be made. Um, not a live chicken. I'm talking Jalen Waddle. Let's make that sacrifice, and let's keep. Let's move the needle on your team. All right. Um, I'm going to pick Baker just because of Jimmy's bad luck. That's where I'm at this week. It doesn't make sense, but that's what I'm picking. I'm picking Jimmy by 40. Uh, get right week for Jimmy. Okay. Uh, the next game, Doug moving on. Doug by a million. Uh, uh-huh. Dave doesn't get to 50 again. And um, I mean, maybe Dubs catches the ball this week and gets 50 targets because nobody else is healthy there. Uh, Evan Ingram might catch some balls because all the outside receivers are going to be blanketed by the good cornerbacks in Denver. I mean, I can try and talk myself into it, but at the end of the day, yeah, I'm still going to pick Doug. Does Doug's bench beat Dave's starters? Mm, no, he doesn't have enough healthy guys. I mean, maybe Trevor Lawrence, Jamal Williams. Taysom Hill yeah. and Jamal Probably. Williams could score 50. Yeah. Anyways, um, still working on that deal to send to you, Dave. I'll, I'll, I'll get it figured out. Well, might have to involve Goss to figure it out, but six firsts for whatever you uh, wanted earlier today. I think that'll do it. Um, I'm going to lose. You're going to lose? Oh, yeah. Not only for like a, for the bit, right, that I never can pick myself. Yep. But I ain't going to win. Um, but I will say... I have one, two, three. I don't think Zeke's going to play this week. Four, five. I have six running backs that are the best running back on their team. Aaron Jones, Gus Edwards, Tony Pollard, Antonio Gibson, which you can argue, but I watched his last three games, and he's far better than the guy who got shot. Latavius is better than everybody in Denver. And James Conner, as soon as he's not physically unable to perform, is better than Eno Benjamin. As soon as he's stopped being a McRib. 
He has the McRib, yes. Um, I feel like I'm jacking off my team's one-inch penis right now, um, so we can move on. I'm going to get my ass kicked by Maddie, and um, yeah, I feel like Kyler, just because um, the Arizona's playing Minnesota, it's going to be a high-scoring game, and Kyler's probably going to do crazy Kyler things and score a bunch, and then the rest of his team is just a scoring machine for the most part. Hawkinson might be the only thing to throw to. Jefferson will do well in a high-scoring game. Jacoby has touchdowns this year, question mark, too. Yeah. Um, I would say Hawkinson, and by Hawkinson, you mean Khalif Raymond? Anyways. Oh, I'd be fine with Khalif Raymond. Um, I guess Hawkinson's got a knee, so we'll yeah. see if he plays. Um but yeah, I don't know. I, I just I don't like my chances. So I'm gonna um, agree with you and say I don't like your chances as well and pick Maddie as well. Well, uh, you and Brett, I like your team. Yeah, I need to make a Monday comeback though. I think. Yeah, uh, having tea on Monday will be key. Hopefully he'll play, you know, without, you know, mysterious ankle or whatever the hell he had earlier against Jimmy. But, uh, I mean, what sucks is, like, Ertz against Minnesota can do well. Olave is Olave. Lockett, if he does, I mean, he's got his leg thing, and he might face Adore Jackson this week, so he could be down, which is fine. Thielen hasn't had one of his patented three touchdown games yet, and I can see that being against Arizona this week. Devonta Adams, you know, in a big matchup against New Orleans. I can see him doing well. Barkley might be the RB1 this week. Um, the only thing really dragging Brett down I see is Rex Burkhead. Um, but, I yeah. mean, he, inside he, baseball, he's been trying to get one of my running backs, but I, he keeps offering me guys I don't have much interest in. Yeah. But. I told I mean, I, I did offer Brett uh, Gabe Davis and um, – David Montgomery for Devontae Adams, and he debated it. I think I might even throw a second-round pick in there, too. Anyways, um, you might want to rethink that, Doug, or Brett. Um, that way you don't have to play Burkhead, but I digress. So, um, I like I like my Dulcich pickup. I think he's has, you know, knock on wood here, but he's got the potential to be my, my ace in the, in the hole from my shitty tight ends that I drafted earlier this year. So, um, I'm hoping Wandale, um, you know, eight targets is a sign of things to come for him um, because then the rest of my roster with, you know, Gabe being that boomer bus guy that, you know, can put up 33, and but he might have only put up one, right? I mean, you never know what, what you're going to get with him. Mm-hmm. But then T and hopefully AJ and McCaffrey and Henry and Hertz are all going to kind of be those stabilizing forces. That's my, you know, that's the knock on wood. So we'll see. I, I like myself in a slight edge over, over Brett, but uh, I think this one's a toss up. So. Yeah, I'm going to take you too. As long as Wandell doesn't get punched in the dick again, I think you're going to be fine. Um, you have superior math, matchups in almost, in, well, in every position battle uh, across the board here. Uh, McCaffrey and Barkley is a toss up, and so is A.J. Brown and Adams, but I like the matchups. They're there for you this week, so I'll take that. I also think Zach Ertz, like, 
any time that DeAndre Hopkins is active is just not factor. Um, the last matchup, Dano and Robbie. And this one, I think, is the biggest coin flip of the entire week. Yeah, it's really not close for me. I got I got Dan in a in a big win here. Really? Yeah. Um, I mean, Robbie's got the Burrow Cousins advantage. I think that's you know that's a decent advantage there. But Cousins has a pretty 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 good matchup as well. So um, I mean, I don't see Cousins putting up. What did Burrow put up last week? Thirty-three. Like I don't see Cousins putting up thirty-three. But I mean, if Cousins can put up, you know, eighteen, nineteen points, um, I think Fournette over it. Gordon's a huge advantage. I think Chubb and Jacobs could be a push. I mean, maybe a slight advantage to Jacobs right now. Uh, Pierce and Cooks, I guess, it's a little bit of an advantage for Robbie, um, Devonta, and Tyler Boyd. I think that's Devonta. But then Pittman, Pickens. And Hurst, I think, are all advantages. I mean, it, maybe not maybe not quite as big of a win for, for Daniels as I was first thinking, but I, I still think Daniels can escape with the victory here. I think Robbie's going to win. I'm going to pick him, edge it out. Um, I think Danny's – Danny. I think Daniels' team, um, like Pittman's underperformed this year, and he's just switched to quarterback. Um, I think Pittsburgh's in for a rough ass week in general. I mean, they, they're going to need to throw a lot, but I know who's throwing the ball and it's a fucking two gloved quarterback with small hands, with tiny hands. Well, and did um, you see that uh, Philly just picked up a, the stud D lineman yeah. from Robert Quinn from Chicago too? Yep. And you know what? You just put him down on the line and you say, go get that white guy. And <laughs> and he's going to fucking destroy him. So, um, I mean, the only thing from this lineup, I guess the, the question I have in that game is, is big play Slay going to cover Deontay or is big play Slay going to cover Pickens? And then, I mean, Bradbury has been really, really good this year too. So I think it might be a little bit tougher of a week for Pickens and, and Deontay this week. Well, if I hear that, I guess I haven't gotten into the cornerback matchups, but if that's the case, I might fucking start both uh, Deontay and Claypool <laughs> and just hope and pray that he hucks the pigskin to him enough. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm still going to – I'm going to go with Robbie. Um, it's going to be another Monday night comeback for Robbie, I think. Um, and hopefully he just doesn't throw to Tyler Boyd. He'll be okay. Um, Tyler Boyd, like, what the hell did he do last week? Eight catches, 155 and one. Yeah. Um, I love Tyler Boyd, but he doesn't do that on the, on the regular anymore. So He's got another pretty good matchup this week, though, too. So he has those – those. Uh, that was the one thing that I, I was a little bit with Higgins last week, too, is I read about you know, – uh, it was either reading or, again, one of the, like, 8,000 podcasts I listened to during the week. Um that said that Tyler Boyd had a great matchup. And then I went and I was like, why the hell don't I have in any DFS this week? Like, it was just the dumbest thing. Like, take information and use it. And I didn't, which was dumb. So, but I digress. So, yeah, I'm going to take You got the I digress reference in Goss's um, little write-up. I know. Did you, 
most of that. I, yep. I was thinking before, like after the podcast last week that you said I digress a lot. And then I was like, what the fuck do I say? Way too much. <laughs> you got to um, have something, right? You got to have your thing. Yeah, that's true. I guess I don't, I don't have a thing. Or maybe it's just checking off my one-inch uh, penis team or whatever. Um, oh, I, th- Robbie, I think the podcast name should be I Digress or something <laughs> like that. Um, Robbie, my, he saw that he sent me a message after he saw the podcast title last week and was loving it. He was laughing hard on that one. So, yeah, Biggie. No, I've got uh, I've got two I've got two uh, potential names for the podcast. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, so we'll we'll let them. I guess they'll read it before they play. I guess, but. Don't want to spoil it for you, so. All right. Well, I'll look forward to it. Uh, good luck in week eight, everyone, with the exception of uh, Dave, for sure, after that message, uh, and then also Maddie. Uh, oh, I think as you always, gonna Brett. Mass, but I hope you don't. I mean, as always, Brett, extra this week because I play him this week, but uh, no trade offers for me this week, Jay. There's the, the night is not young, but the night is still young. I know we've been we've been trying to get something going, but you keep trying to jam Alan Lazard down my fucking throat. And I watch the Packers every week, and I hate him more every single week. And, well, and the only reason um, I do is because you were like, I, I want Alan Lazard on my team, so I've been trying to find a way to make it happen. So yeah, well, I you should have tried to make it happen harder earlier because it's <laughs> it's you're pushing a rope at this point. Um, I mean, and yeah, I, I can't, I can't fucking get up anymore for Alan Lazard with 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 the current state of Aaron Rodgers in our offense. Yeah. Um, I agree that he's much better than the gonculator thinks he is, but I also, um, like, next year Jordan Love is going to be throwing him the football, and that could be very not good. Well, I love it. I love that even more because. What does a, a young quarterback need more than a guy who's six foot five, right, and has a catch radius of like fifty feet? So he'll be fine. Well, I know what he needs is an offensive line.